Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. On Mel Boulevard, just off 430. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Hope you're having a happy day. Gosh, it seems odd to not talk much about Razorback Athletics. There are still two teams in action, the outdoor track teams, men and women. And they're in the uh, NCAA Outdoors at Austin, Texas this weekend. That will conclude the athletic season, which seems like it gets longer and longer every year, doesn't it? Well, just think, if Arkansas had moved on in baseball... They'd be playing this weekend. Exactly. Same same time. And then, had they moved on to the College World Series, you're talking almost the end of June. Yeah, they they would. Uh, you have to go to Omaha to extend the season to the absolute longest. Correct. Because the Super Regional is the same weekend as the NCAA Outdoor Track Meet. But you know, just think about that. And then uh, football practice starts in August, early August. So there's not a lot of downtime. Not anymore. No. Which is great for us because we talk about Razorback Athletics. Uh, for those who work in the athletic department, particularly those. I think about sports information, and you think, okay, uh, you know, even if even if even if you're doing football, if football is your sport, say like Kyle Parkinson, he's the football SID, but you know he was helping with the baseball regionals, and so his next great task is to get the football press guide done, and you got to get that done as fast as you can. And that's a major project, which I'm sure he's been working on, but nonetheless, not a lot of downtime, and you just hope you can. Go take a week with your family somewhere. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because we were talking about the latest addition to the uh, 85 scholarships yeah. uh, with, with Desmond James joining. And uh, so now Kyle, all of a sudden, may have thought he had his players all lined up. And now he's got to uh, find a bio and picture and everything else. So, yeah. You know, and talking about a job that never ends. By the way, I want to read this. Joe, don't you dare leave the room because I I want to read this. Uh, This is from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Army Mark says, Joe Franklin, you are the absolute best host here on The Buzz. By far most all-around sports knowledge. That being said, I do not envy your job. Seems to me you spend most of your time on air. Explain the questions obvious to the oblivious. Hard listen. Compliment to you, Joe. You do an outstanding job. You are the best. So, How about that? While Joe was in here, I wanted to make sure. Uh, we've got this new, um, um, I don't know what to call it. What is, what is it called, Joe? Does it have an official name? These cameras that we got now. Let me see that. You're probably either on. How about that one? All right. How about that one? Yeah, this is our our streaming device. So basically, any social media platform that you want to watch, you can watch YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You can see what's going on here in the studio right now. If you prefer to do it that way, as opposed to listening. That's really so. Scary. You can listen and watch at the same time. That's really scary because. You really get to see what we look like. That's that's really scary. So, <laughs> if you will look here, I got a bit of a surprise for you. How's it, Joe? Yeah. Oh, I like that much better. 
<laughs> I like that much better. It's it's what we call in the business the VU meter. It tells the volumes of our voices so we don't over over modulate. So and we know that we're still on air at all times. Yeah, that's true too. So uh, yeah, but I just wanted to read that uh, concerning our friend Joe Franklin, who has been, gosh, Joe, how many years now? Twenty. Twenty. 20 yeah, at the end of last year. Wow. So started at the end of o two. Goodness. He is the only man that really understands the system around here. He didn't take time off, Rick, between basically January 1 of the new year <laughs> until the 1st of December. Every now and then, the family will pressure me into taking a few days off in between before I want to. So that probably will happen this year at some point. Otherwise, we just don't see Joe in the month of December. It's been that that's way, I think, for all 20 great. years. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, like spending time with the kids at the end of the year when they're you. out of school yeah. and I'm off work, and it just works out like that. Yeah, yeah, I get a lot of things accomplished, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and just relaxing. That's yeah. a big part of it. That's the big part of it, yeah. We all need to refresh our batteries every now and then. What I was going to say about refreshing the batteries, and I was thinking of Matt Hobbs, and I was thinking of Dave Van Horn and Nate Thompson because when Reed was playing showcase ball and we would see all other coaches except for the coaches who were still involved either in regionals, super regionals, and depending upon what time of the year, if it was around the time of the College World Series, possibly you wouldn't see those eight teams, their coaches, on the road. And now with the transfer portal, and you got the upcoming MLB draft, when do these guys now take off, Rick? <laughs> I mean, you were talking about things being year-round. Same, same time Joe Franklin does. Yeah. December. December? Is that when yeah. it is? Really, that's about it, because... With fall baseball, maybe November, uh, sometime in November or December, they can take off. Uh, very hard to get a summer vacation. You know, you think about, um, you know, right now they can be out scouting. You know, Dave Van Horn said it uh, after the, the last game about how he's looking forward to next year, but he, he said already, he said, we're going to get ripped by the Major League Baseball draft. He said, we've got the number one recruiting class in the country. We're going to get drilled. Hey, he knows it. So what do you do? He, well, you have to get back said, out on the road. Well, you get back out on the road, but you also, I think he's got a plan that, let's say, you just kind of have to read between the lines, okay? And Kevin Bohannon may agree with me, may not agree with me. But if I'm reading between the lines, what I'm thinking Van Horn and his staff are thinking is any of these guys that are not drafted in the first, second round, Let's say they go in the fifth or sixth round. And we've seen Arkansas lose guys in the 19th round. But let's just say it's not the first or second round. i got to believe they're trying to put together NIL packages or something else to secure most of the players in this recruiting class. Uh, again, if, if they're a first-rounder, forget it. You're not going to keep them. And as Kevin outlined with us, was it yesterday? Probably two will go in the first round. And then you may have another three or four in the second round. But maybe you can even keep one or two of those. But then, yes, you still have to supplement. And But I would guess they'll supplement more with the transfer portal than they will with guys they're going to go out and look at right now. Wouldn't you think? And do you go out and scout them in summer ball? If they're playing summer ball, yeah. But, you know, so last year they got uh, Josenberger from Kansas, Wagner from Creighton. Um, I'm sure there were others. Those are the first two I think of. Got a catcher from Arkansas State. Got, you know, there's had some Polk. Yeah, right. Got Polk. That's right. So got Parker Rowland. Exactly. So I think if they've got to fill in five or six spots, you're going to see more out of the transfer portal than you are going to see them go look to sign somebody that's playing summer baseball. Then on the other hand, you ask, what will we now do without the transfer portal? <laughs> well, I tell you, that's you think about the, that though. Hey, you think about one of the, what would one, happen now yeah. to all of your major sports. Arkansas basketball is yeah. going to be hosting a 
prime, prime player in Grant uh, Nelson tomorrow. Right. He's coming where? Out of the transfer portal. Right. Well, because the NBA draft is now, you know, Arkansas is getting hit by it, whereas, you know, years ago they weren't. Um, yes, the transfer portal is the answer to that. The transfer portal is the answer to the Major League Baseball draft. It didn't used to be because there didn't used to be a transfer portal, and you just lost them. And, uh, and and then what do you do? So at least you're right. At least you can salvage your recruiting class out of the transfer portal, even if Major League Baseball takes your best prospects. You wonder, and often, in fact, Sam Pittman alluded to this, they were going to do a better job of continuing to re-recruit their own players so that they don't automatically jump now into the transfer portal. But you wonder, okay, Caleb Callie, he's not a surefire top 10 round pick. No. Why not put together... I think he proved to be a valuable asset this year, yeah, right. by far. Yeah. So why not put together a attractive NIL to keep him in place? Well, that's a, that's a nice piece. Sure. If if he's again, that would be similar to what we're talking about uh, with your guys that get drafted in the third or fourth round or, or higher. Sure. If you've got one of your own that is a 15th round pick and he's wavering then you say look here's what we can do for you here and they're not going to give you that much money in the 15th round now the one thing is as Kevin Bohannon mentioned yesterday though here's the one thing that every player's got to consider because Major League Baseball is limited in the bonuses they can give but they'll tinker with some things so in other words maybe they got a first round guy that they like Heston Kerstad mm-hmm. I think he slotted for eight or nine million dollars they paid him five that saved him three million dollars they could use that later and so say if you're a Cali and you know they're offering you $150,000 or or let's say $200,000 and Dave Van Horn says well hey we can get you that and then next year you'll maybe you have another good have a better year and you get drafted higher well if somebody drafts him and really wants him They'll say, "Well, hey, we got some extra money left over here. We'll give you five hundred thousand. Right. And, and Arkansas can't match that. Right. Right. But but if they but if they don't, if he's not worth that to them, then yeah, that's that's you got a chance to get him back that way. I would think if there is, and you know that the staff will be doing their homework, trying to find out as best as they can on these juniors turning seniors." And where their drop, uh, their draft prospects may land, it's got to be a strategy into itself now uh, that you can put together, oh, yeah. as you said, a NIL type package that might be enough to keep them in place. By the way, Hagen Smith, congratulations! He was named first team All American by Collegiate Baseball on Wednesday. He is now Arkansas's thirty. Second, All-American. Are you, on the other hand, Rick, just a little surprised? Not that his season wasn't impressive. Um, eight and two record, two saves, three point six four ERA, seventy-one and two-thirds innings, hundred nine strikeouts, one point three seven WHIP. Batters hit two seventeen against him. Yeah, well, I think. His numbers were better before the regionals. You know, he gave up eight runs in one inning. That's true. You have to to say those teams were probably decided based on the regular season, not based on NCAA tournament games. And so um, that's why, because his earned run average went up almost a run from the NCAA regionals. So subtract a run from that, you think that's a pretty impressive number. Uh, And uh, he was eight and one regular season and that was his second loss I guess was in the NCAA regional so that I think that's it's easy to see why he was picked on the first team let's start today with Lee Lee good afternoon welcome to drive time sports hey guys hey uh, Rick uh, man I, I can't remember the last time uh, an Arkansas team got thumped like they did against TCU oh. 
Well, in the NCAA tournament, it's never happened. The the twenty five loss was the worst ever in the NCAA. The pitching reminds me a lot of the uh, NC State game a couple of years ago, but you know we couldn't hit the ball and they couldn't miss the ball. Uh, I was just wondering what you, what you thought went wrong there, Rick, with uh, Arkansas pitching depth. Yeah, lack of pitching depth, uh, pitching pitchers that were worn out. You know, it's it's really interesting when you watch, you can watch baseball at any level, and you worry about burning out pitching staffs. Uh, I went and saw the Cardinals Monday night. Watched them again last night on TV, and uh, they used two of the same bullpen pitchers they used on Monday night. Now they'll try not to use them tonight, but what if they have to? And then I look at my favorite. I like the Cardinals and the Orioles. The Orioles have a guy named Cano. He has been untouchable untouchable uh, under an average under one last night but they've used him a lot last night he gives up a run in the eighth they end up losing in the tenth they, they had a one run lead and usually they bring him in in the eighth and then Bautista in the ninth they still brought Bautista in he struck out three they got to the tenth but they didn't have either one of them in the tenth and they lost so you worry about wearing your bullpen down well that's exactly what's happened with Arkansas's pitching staff and you know, you look at say, now I know Gage Wood didn't play a big role in the regional because he didn't pitch till the last game and Arkansas was behind. But look what happened to him at the end of the year. Well, I correct me if I'm wrong, Randy. I think the same thing happened to Brady Tiger last year. He was just fatigue at the end. Yes. Yeah, he was amazing. He was a freshman. Everybody's thinking, where did this guy come from? He's pitching great, but at the end of the year. He, he wasn't as good, and I think that's probably what happened to Wood this year. Remember also, these guys that come out of high and he was a freshman, these guys that come out of high school, and yes, I know they pitch in the summer, but their seasons are shorter. Now you're playing in a 56-game season, regular season plus the postseason. It's longer. That's why you think about the major league season. It's just astonishing when you think about playing 162 games and how many guys don't get injured. I was just reading where... Aaron Judge is not going to the injured list. Jeez. Uh, so is Nestor Cortez. Jacob DeGrom is now out for the year. Uh, so there's $37 million a year. Uh, the Texas Rangers just threw that out the window for this year. So uh, it's it's tough to go without injuries. And everybody has their share. LSU lost three pitchers to Tommy John surgery this year. But they had enough depth that they could overcome that, and so they're still in the Super Regionals. Arkansas didn't have enough depth to overcome that. Now, when you lose premier pitchers like a Dylan Carter, Jackson right. Wiggins before. Right. That's right. Well, and the other the other factor was the hitters that got hurt for Arkansas, Wagner, Josenberger, when they came back, they, were, they weren't as good as they were before they got hurt. They're timing. They did, they did come back, but that's right. They were never... Uh, as effective as they were before they got hurt. The Women's College World Series championship begins tonight. Think Oklahoma might win? I think they got a good chance. Um, they are currently on a 59. Is that correct? 59? I, 50, I thought it was 51. But or maybe I it's 51. Okay. It's an NCAA record. Yeah. They're 59 and 1. I know that. Yeah. Uh, the one loss was back on February the 14th to Baylor. <laughs> now, this streak is longer than the longest streak in Division One football. That's also by Oklahoma. 47 from 1953 through 57. It is well past the longest winning streak in D1 baseball. 35 by Texas in 1977 and Florida Atlantic in 1990. Nine, and they faced number three Florida State in the finals, which begins tonight. Amazing, and they, meaning Oklahoma, is about to enter where into the SEC. Yeah, so yeah, that'll uh, only makes women's softball that much yeah, better. That's right, and you know, women's softball in the SEC is really, 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 really good. <laughs> But we Oklahoma, think women's basketball in the yeah. SEC is really, 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 really right. good. But Oklahoma is better than any SEC team. As good as the SEC. Oh, absolutely. Now, are they going to win 50 in a row in the SEC? Probably not. But they're, right now they're the best team. Well, the best team that was in the SEC this year, women's-wise, Tennessee, yeah. was shut out by yeah. 
Oklahoma in the College World Series, nine to nothing. Wow. Let's talk with Roe. Roe, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? Calling in. Just calling in to give y'all a little nugget to talk about for a while, like I normally do. Okay. But uh, you were talking about the pitches and, and different things like that, and the first thing I thought about was uh, some of these other athletes in different sports and they complain about, you know, load management and different things like that. But, you know, I, I think we haven't really looked at it the proper way. I don't think these guys condition their body to go through uh, however many games you need to go through to get to Omaha or however many games you need to win the NBA Finals or, or different things like that. I think with with uh, with the popularity and the rise of, uh, of, of load management and and resting and things, and, and I get it. If you're on the verge of being injured, you need to sit down or something. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's like a give and a take. You know what I'm saying? It was like uh, a couple months ago, Stan Van Gundy and Kevin Durant had a Twitter interaction about guys and these injuries that they kept getting. But, you know, this is the one period where these guys don't play as much or practice as much as they used to. Kind of like in football. They stopped hitting so much in preseason, early in the season. You see a lot of injuries and things like that. I think by not conditioning your body to go through that, to, to, to go through that uh, that length of play, or, or deep into a postseason, or, or late into a game, I think that's the reason uh, a lot of these guys are getting injured, have these bagging injuries or, or different things like that. Now with baseball, the way you throw has a lot to do with with your arms, and a lot of these throwing motions are killing these kids' shoulders and forearms, but I think they need to train to go deeper into the season. They need to start getting back to that, if y'all understand what I'm saying. We do. We'll address that when we get back. We'll address it when we get back. Actually, when we get back, we're going to visit with Gage Wood. Okay. Thanks we'll to Tacos for Life, we'll you can you can write we'll that you can write that topic down and we'll okay. address it later. Stop by Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan Zero Turn Mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Hennard's carries still handheld equipment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live, 501-268-1987. Start designing your new pool project today with Diamond Pools. Their licensed and certified professionals make it easy to bring your vision to life. Schedule a free consultation at DiamondPoolsAR.com. Crossroads Building Supply, offering best-in-class service to North Little Rock, Hot Springs, and surrounding areas. With quality products and stocks such as windows, doors, roofing, siding, and more, Crossroads Building Supply is able and ready to assist you with any project, large or small. Give them a call today at 501-801-7700 in North Little Rock or 501-624-2919 in Hot Springs and see what Crossroads can do for you on the web at CrossroadsBuildingSupply.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen Sports Car Giveaways. Play at Saracen all this month for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang convertible courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, the Ford Mustang Convertible. Take the short trip to the only Arkansas casino where someone will win a Mustang convertible. Saracen Casino Resort. 
Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Mosquito Joe has been making outside fun again for Arkansans over 10 years now. People still ask us, do you just do mosquitoes? Why don't you do termites or other bugs? The answer's quite simple. We're not a jack of all trades. We want to be the best mosquito control service, period. You want to keep bugs out of your house? Call an exterminator. You want a nice looking lawn? Call a lawn care service. You want expert mosquito control? Call Mosquito Joe. Mention you heard us on the buzz for a special discount. Visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. In a moment, we'll be joined by Gage Wood. Thanks to Tacos for Life. But first, I want to talk to you about Henner's Foothills Equipment. I am constantly amazed at technology. Where technology keeps taking us. Well, it is the same with equipment. And I'm talking tractors, all the different options that you now have available. And Kubota has maybe the most versatile tractor that I subcompact tractor I think I've ever seen. And I want to use the word subcompact tractor because I think we're all familiar with the big ones we see out in the fields, uh, whether it's harvesting or otherwise. But this is a 26-horsepower Kubota diesel. And the options are just basically endless. They go on and on and on. That's why when I tell you to go see Mickey and he'll fit you like a glove, it's because there's so many options. You don't want to waste money. You want to get the right tools for the right job. And that's why if you need a front-end loader, a bush hog, a box blade, a tiller, well, the list goes on and on. That's why you've got to go see the experts. And oh, by the way, They service what they sell. And right now, they have a tremendous financing opportunity. How about 0%? Can't get much better than that. 0% financing for up to 60 months. And you can even go as far as 1.99% for up to 84 months. That is Hennard's Foothills Equipment, 1920 South Main Street in Searcy. Call 268-1987. Call Mickey. Tell him I sent you, and he'll fit you like a glove. All right, Rick, we are awaiting Gage Wood, Mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully we'll get Gage connected here in a matter of moments. So if you'd like to go ahead and uh, touch on what Burrow was talking about. Talking about players are not uh, equipped for long seasons. I I probably would disagree with you, Ro, um, particularly... In the professional sports, where uh, most of the superstars and even the medium-range players, because they have so much money, have personal trainers that they work with. They have nutritionists. They have personal trainers. Uh, they're working all year to keep them ready. Uh, it used to be baseball players would uh, go out. You know, back in the Babe Ruth days, they paid no attention to their bodies when the season was over. Then they'd go to spring training and. I mean, they'd go to the hot baths, and they'd, they'd sweat and run and do all those kind of things to try and get in shape again. I think about uh, my early days with the Razorback football program. Players worked all summer. Then they'd come back, and they'd do conditioning drills, and if they failed, they had to come back and do it again. And several guys did. Uh, didn't make their time. So uh, now that, that would never happen. Uh, they're conditioning all summer, 
And when they get ready for preseason practice, there's nobody that wouldn't make their conditioning time. So I, I think that's um, – I'm not sure it's conditioning. Plus, think of um, what all these teams and colleges are paying their training staffs now. And I'm talking about strength training. Uh, I mean, those guys are making half a million bucks so and, and have full staffs. So uh, I'm not sure that that's the issue. Now, with pitcher's arms, and he did mention that, you go back to the fact that pitching is not a natural motion. It's just not. Uh, it's not something you would, you know, you're, you're just playing around and you, you act like a pitcher. You can rotate your arm and do all kinds of things. So the fact that these pitchers run into issues, and there's so many Tommy John um, surgeries, is not that big a surprise these days. And I think it's all about velocity. Because I started thinking, Randy, I was, having, I was having this thought a couple days ago, thinking, okay, let's go back to the 19-0s and the 19-teens. Uh, you got guys, lots of guys throwing 300 innings. Uh, you got lots of guys that had long careers and throwing a lot of innings. Rick, Rick, Rick can, I, can I interrupt you long enough? Yeah, you got Gage? Yeah, because I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to bounce some Let of these things that, that you're talking sure. about. Yeah, yeah, off of Gage. Gage, yeah. good afternoon. Yeah. Welcome to Drive Time good Sports. Afternoon. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Now, he, Rick, we, we're kind of touching on a subject that, we, that uh, we almost, well, we did use the analogy just a little while ago about Brady Taggart as a freshman kind of did a little bit what happened maybe to you this year, and that was late in the season, you kind of hit the wall. And maybe you're not as accustomed in times past, whether you played high school baseball, then went from that into showcase baseball. In many cases, in showcase events, you might pitch just one time during the, the tournament, during the event. And that might be just seven innings. And if you played, let's say, six tournaments throughout the season or eight tournaments, do the math. All of a sudden, now in college, you're throwing virtually every day. So do you feel like the accumulation of innings, especially as as young as you were this past season, ended up taking its toll later on in the season? I mean, yeah, you know, uh, the freshman wall, everyone really knows about it, you know. But uh, I think, it's, honestly, a lot of it has to do with how you take care of yourself off the field, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're throwing every day in the bullpen every day, you know, you gotta you got to really make sure you're doing all the things you need to do before you throw and after you throw, you know, and just make sure you're on top of that stuff. And that'll, that'll help your longevity a lot, you know? Yeah, the thing I was about to bring up, Gage, is when you think about pitchers, I don't know how much you know about baseball history, if you've ever studied it, and you look back in the 19-0s and the teens, and these guys never had arm issues. Uh, I guess some did. Joe Wood did. He was a guy that was a flamethrower. Do you think velocity also has something to do with pitchers wearing down a little bit and also so many atomic? Because now it's like, gosh, can I hit 95 on the radar gun? Can I hit 100 on the radar gun? Do you think that's part of the issue? Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not super like science about it, you know, but I'm sure there is something there because when you're throwing for like a higher velocity, your body is going to be under a lot more stress. So I think that could have something to do with it. Yeah. Because I mean, everyone wants a big number on the radar gun because that's probably one of the first things like scouts will see, you know, college or pro mm-hmm. ones. but it could, yeah, it could have something to do with it. You know, cause the body's just under more stress when you're throwing harder. Do you believe, Gage, also mechanics has to play a large role in not only hurting the arm, but also protecting the arm to a degree? I I realize, I understand what you're talking, the tremendous amount of torque that you're putting on your elbow and your arm when you're trying to throw at a higher rate of speed, but I've got to believe mechanics can in some ways, though, help the body and preserve the arm a little bit uh, if you're using the proper mechanics. Do you agree with that? Yes, I totally agree with that. Mechanics have to do with a lot of the factors in pitching, and if you have better mechanics and your, like, arm has a better, like, path, then 
when you throw, then it's going to make you, it's going to like protect all those major like muscles you use that produce all that torque. And then also doing stuff to like strengthen the muscles that are under so much torque is really important too. Speaking of mechanics, it looked like you made a little bit of a tweak uh, in the SEC tournament by shortening your stride. What did you hope to accomplish by doing that, Gage? Well, I had uh, my time to the plate had started getting slower through the year, and uh, I was like a one six at Bandy, and all of my timing was mixed up. So I tried to speed it up just a little bit, and I didn't. I don't lift my. Uh, front leg is uh, much when I'm in the stretch now. And that helped really, instead of a slide step, it just was to get you to the plate quicker with your body speed and the release of the baseball. Am I? Am I yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. What, Gage, if you could kind of, uh, and maybe you haven't reached this point yet where you're kind of reviewing or previewing however you want to say it this past season but what just kind of comes the first of your mind do you feel like you learned the most about this season and in particular what you learned the most about yourself uh this season i learned that no matter how good you are out of high school it's really it really doesn't matter when you get to this level you know mm-hmm. playing these all these players in the SEC, you know, there's a lot of other really good freshmen out there too. And I think that was just the biggest thing that I learned was that, I mean, it's a, it's a different animal. It really is. But at the same time, you couldn't, you can't make it as hard. You can't make it harder than it actually is. You know, you're there for a reason and you just got to tell yourself that and really just have really good confidence all the time. You know, you got to know you can do it. That'd probably be the biggest thing I've learned. Well, you had, a great baptism, if you will, into the conference, and you face some mighty, mighty quality hitters. Have you ever seen anything like you faced, the team faced, this past weekend called the TCU Horn Frogs? Uh, you know, personally, I've never faced anything like that, you know. Uh, when I when I got hurt, you know, I, I made a bad pitch, and then they made me pay for it, you know. And a team like that will do it to you. You know, sometimes you can get away with it, but they didn't let us get away with any of that this weekend. And, I mean, we fought, but, I mean, sometimes it's baseball just happens. But those guys, if you if you messed up, they made you pay for it. One of the things that I thought in particular was so critical throughout the entire weekend, but especially against TCU, was as a pitching staff, the staff was able to get up in many cases in 0-2 counts, but yet the pitch that you needed to either have a little bit off the plate or inside, whatever it may be, instead it seemed to be right down the middle. It's like you were challenging them, and they were more than up to the challenge, obviously, but is that is it that fine, or, or was it that fine? It seemed to be and uh, pitching to the TCU hitters? Oh, uh, you know, I think it just comes down to whether or not we executed pitches at the right time, you know. You can't really give these type of hitters something that that good of a pitch. Right. Uh, when you're way ahead, you know, 0-2-1-2, you got to throw something in the dirt or off the plate, give them a swing and miss, you know. Like, that's your pitch to, like, get them out. And instead, we kind of left some stuff up. I know I did. And they made me pay for it, you know. Were you one of the? I, I have the. Well, hang on, if you can, Gage. Can you hang through one more segment? Yep. Hang tight, please, sir. Gage Wood. Thanks to Tacos for Life. Oh, by the way, Rick. Yesterday I had some Tacos for Life sauce and chips. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. Good. How good it was. It is good. I just wanted to tell you about that, share that with you. you. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dog Tour right here in Sherwood. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. 
I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I got to go see the manager to talk to. And then you're going to be stuck there all day trying to figure out what the right price is. When you come to Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood, you're going to see our prices displayed on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see. Folks, there is no negotiating or haggling. Everyone gets my best deal. Look for the green tags. We'll give you the most for your trade-in. We need your trade-in. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood and let us show you a better way to buy. You'll get the best deal and I promise a hassle-free buying experience. Come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's the layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days of being taste buds will be best buds with Dr. Pepper Float Ice Cream from Bluebell. The rich taste of creamy vanilla ice cream swirled together with the one-of-a-kind flavor of delicious Dr. Pepper. Treat yourself to a pint or half gallon today. The good old days are being ice cream at all city market grocery stores and all value food stores. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialists. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-816-2198 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-816-2198. 800-816-2198. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. I'm really glad that Randy got to try the Tacos for Life sauce and the uh, chips because they're really, really good. Well, we had the whole experience today, of course, because my wife and a friend of I, mine, ate and of ours, ate at Tacos for Life. And it was great. It was the first experience our friend had had at Tacos for Life. So I recommended the Hawaiian shrimp taco, and I also told him I liked the grilled chicken taco. So you know what? He got both of them, and he enjoyed both of them while we were enjoying visiting with each other. You're going to enjoy whatever you order on the Tacos for Life menu. You're also going to be helping someone who's food insufficient. Tacos for Life, in less than 10 years of existence, has given away nearly... 30 million meals to people who are food insufficient. In fact, they're going to hit the 30 million mark sometime during the month of June. So you, like the three of us, are going to enjoy what you eat and you're going to be helping someone else who's food insufficient. Try it. You'll love it. Tacos for life. And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Again, joined by Gage Wood, Batesville Pioneer, and Arkansas Razorback. Thanks to tacos for life uh gage right before we hit the break we were talking about the uh the tcu onslaught which you witnessed this past weekend have you ever seen anything like the performance unfortunately you had to watch a lot of it that was by trey richardson the second baseman 
who entered into the tournament. I don't know if you know this little bit of of uh, information, uh, statistical information. He entered through 60 games, regular season games, and Big 12 tournament games with two home runs. He hits four home runs in the regionals, including two grand slams. Have you ever seen anything like that before? No, I have not. I mean, there's a reason he tied the regional postseason RBI record that day. You know, that's just something that you don't see often. Spectacular. It really was. I, You know, sometimes you hate to tip your hat to the opponent, but uh, this is one time you, you actually have to tip your hat to the opponent. So have, have you had a chance to sit down with uh, Coach Van Horn or Coach Hobbs? Uh, a lot of times they'll have what they call the exit interviews. Have you gone through that yet with the coaching staff? Yes, sir. I did earlier today before I drove home. And what do they want you to work on? Uh, I'm going to go play summer ball in Santa Barbara this summer, and I'm going to just work on uh, just throwing my off speed more often in, uh, in any count, really. That way I can land it all the time and they said that was the biggest part of my development. That's going to be really crucial. Have they discussed at all, Gage, maybe giving you a shot as a starter? Or does does that really even matter to you? Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter to me, you know. But I just I just want to go and do what's best for the team, you know, whether that whatever it is starting out of the bullpen, you know, whatever helps the team the best. You know, some players, I was one of those. I wanted to play every day. Now, if I was good enough and I was a pitcher and then I could still play a position, that's one thing. That is very difficult to do at the uh, at the high major level that you're playing at. But a starter, you're either going to be a midweek starter or maybe you get a slot on the weekend. Whereas a reliever, and often not, they might not use the uh, prime relievers in the midweek games, but they certainly will want to use them on the weekends. Do you like knowing that you've got a chance to maybe play more as a uh, reliever as compared to maybe a, a starter? Uh, You know, I mean, yeah, of course, everybody wants to play more and everything. Everybody wants to pitch more as a pitcher, you know. But uh, really just whatever role suits the team, you know, at the time because when we get there, we'll figure what out what's best for the team, you know, and that's what we'll do. This would be what I would consider to be the, the next toughest step. That is going from the freshman year to the sophomore year. Uh, have you started thinking of expectations for yourself going into next year? Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, that's why I'm going to keep playing this summer is to get better and do better than I did this year. You know, I had a pretty decent freshman year. Uh, Could have been better, but next year I really need to really need to step it up a lot more. You know, you're just off your interview with the coaching staff when you answered that question. Could you have told Randy, can I take a week off before I start talking about that? I mean, when the season's <laughs> over, you do need a little downtime, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's all right, though, you know. I enjoy the game a lot better, or else I wouldn't play it at this level, you know. So, I don't mind. So, you mentioned you had a, a fairly successful freshman season. Can you pick out some highlights, Gage, throughout this season? Uh, you know, really when I was just I was coming in there uh, on the SEC weekends, you know, and we really we needed a win, you know, either to secure Friday night, Saturday, or uh, rubber matchup Sunday. Like I had saves in every one of those roles, you know. So really, just any of those, you know, and really just uh, getting my confidence and like swagger back in the middle of the season, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I think all those things were really important. And uh, someone had to step up, you know, and, and um, I'm glad it could be me. You know, I wanted it to be me. Is there a process that they put you through during the season, Gates, that they can build you up to where you are able to pitch multiple times on the weekend? Did they did they have a process they put you guys through? Uh, you know, we really just throw uh, just pretty much about every day. And then, like, you'll do bullpens and stuff on certain days. But we're pretty much playing catch every day. So just about anyone's arm is really built up for it. Did they like putting pitch counts on you? 
uh, it didn't really matter, you know. Uh, usually, we could get through the weekend if I just come in and did the little three inning closeout kind of used for this year. You know, the the thing of it is, and we are so conscious of this now, mm-hmm. pitch counts, mm-hmm. and I think it was Hagen uh, who hit a little bit of a pitch count, I think, the other day, because he was doing fairly well against TCU, and uh, but combined the two days together, he was over 100 pitches, and I think that's yeah. when they decided to shut him down. Well, yeah, nobody, it's not really good to throw anything over that, you know. So I figure that's what they were doing for sure. Is there a difference in your mind on pitches under stress? I've never really thought about it till I, I've, over the last couple of years I've been hearing uh, these analysts on television talking about, well, these are pitches under stress. Are those different in your mind, gauged in the pitches that, I, I, I guess... A pitch under stress has to be with runners on base or uh, facing a, a very dangerous hitter. Can you tell the difference in these, quote, stress pitches? You know, I really don't think it depends on, like, the player, like, the situation. But I think the biggest part of anything of it is just getting yourself ahead. If you can set yourself up to be ahead, you're more than likely already going to succeed in your situation. So I feel like if you get ahead of them, it's really hard for anyone to really just do any damage in any situation. But you just you got to be mentally strong enough if things aren't going your way. You know, they hit a leadoff double. You got to be like, all right, well, let's leave him right there and get the next three. Just being able to just think the good out of the bad, you know, like just think of something good. So what you're saying is, as many pitching coaches in Major League Baseball on down are saying, the most important pitch is strike one and throw it on the first pitch. Is that is that what you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, you get strike one, you know, your odds of succeeding, especially as a pitcher, you know, great hitters hit 300. So if you, if you get strike one on them, that goes down even more. So I really think getting ahead means a lot. Absolutely. I know every player talks about they love playing at bomb. Was there any one stadium, visiting stadium that you enjoyed the most this year playing in? Oh, it was definitely at home, you know. Just our environment was unreal. How about playing down at Mississippi State? Uh, you know, it actually wasn't too bad there. Uh, I mean, it was cool and everything, but I, I feel like they could have had a little bit bigger crowd. And did you like playing in Nashville and listening to the Whistler? I don't like the Whistler. No, I didn't like that noise. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't very fun. <laughs> Gage, continued success, my friend. Thank you for being part of Tacos for Life here on Drive Time Sports. Good luck this summer, my friend. Thank you. Gage Wood, thanks again to Tacos for Life. Coming up next, Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. College Hunks hauling junk and moving. They move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. 